In the words of the great pan, here we go. What's going on, my brothers and sisters, aunties and uncles, monks, Kabbalists, wizards, mystics, sons and daughters of God. Welcome to Mr. Woo Woo. Yes, welcome to another episode of Mr. Wu. It's another solo podcast right here. We got a great guest for you next week. It's my good friend. Uh, you've welcomed her before, the amazing Leslie, Leslie Abbott, another alchemist, and it's going to be a fire show next week. This one's going to be a great show too. It's been an amazing and uh, challenging last two weeks. Uh, I'm sorry, I uh, man, I missed all of you. I I had a really challenging week, the, like the last week. Uh, cause your boy was fucked over <laughs> all that praise I heaped onto AT&T restoring my faith in telecommunications and shit, Whew, man, it is flush down the toilet. They are, liar! Liar! they are liar, liar. Oh my goodness, man. Talk about being taken to the cleaners being fucking oscar slapped by will smith yeah i feel a little like chris rock right now my friends but you're gonna get the full story next week this week i'd like to talk about the beauty and bounty now that we got all these clouds out of the way and these massive rainstorms uh about the beauty of spring welcome to spring everybody i really feels like it's finally here you know not in every part of the country but definitely in sunny san diego it's actually been sunny finally. And, uh, you know, the, the air is clear, the tank is clean. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's feeling like new beginnings, new start uh, for this entire year. It, it feels fresh, you know, nothing like getting completely fucked over by a corporation like AT&T and it gets you really fired up to, uh, to let the world know how big of pieces of shit they are. And also, yeah, switch to somebody. Verizon sucks, but they're better than AT&T. Um, well, there's, uh, you know, it's like we're waking up out of our hibernation. We're coming out of the crusty, rubbing the crust out of our eyes of the last year. It wasn't the best year for all of humanity. All-cause death rate is up like 20 to 30% worldwide. And people are acting like they don't know why it's happening. I don't know. It's just been since 2021. It's fucking crazy. What a weird phenomenon. Uh, and that's going to keep to you know, evolving in its own path. But aside from that, life goes on. The buds are, you know, breaking out of the earth. You know, all the all the plants are starting to revive. You can start to smell the flowers are starting to bloom. The, the animals and the birds are chasing each other. It's so wonderful. It's so wonderful to be alive. It's so wonderful to have wonderful health. Uh, and you got to treasure that. You have to thank the universe <clears throat> for whatever goodness is that you're experiencing right now. There's always going to be some bullshit happening to you and if not you and everything's going great it's going to happen to your loved ones or it's going to happen to your friends or people at work uh so it's more about maintaining your own your own high vibration around all of these things and to do so is like counting your blessings going over every day focusing on what's what's beautiful and lovely and of good report <clears throat> and and with the start of spring you know here, here was like one interesting thing uh i was trying to get it the last couple of years, I kind of abandoned football and basketball as sports. I watch UFC because I love martial arts. It has its own its own mysticism, but even that's kind of wearing off. 
Uh, and I'd really adopted baseball as my natural, my uh, kind of natural and national pastime here. And uh, and my wife and I were excited to start going to like spring break, uh, sorry, spring training out in Arizona. You know, all the team, many half of the teams, half of the Major League Baseball teams do their spring training out there. And we may still go out there for marketing purposes and trying to get a, a bunch of clients for healing. But as far as enjoying the game goes, I watched one spring training game on my Major League Baseball app. And it was the day before uh, I had not noticed that the deadline for them charging me for another full year of Major League Baseball had come up. And let's see. How do I put this? Uh, the game's been ruined. I, I was shocked to find that um, people in the management of the game of baseball decided the game wasn't exciting enough, even though it was never meant to be exciting. And they added a the equivalent of a shot clock to baseball. Did any of you guys notice that? They, you know, they finally undid the shift, which means all the baseball players can be on one side of the field, and that was starting to skew the average. Well, they skewed the shit out of the entire soul of the game. People don't want faster games. I mean, younger generations that have no inability to be patient and have the attention span of a gnat, they have a problem with a game. But what was so great about baseball is that it's timeless. If you went into 16 innings, you didn't have to stick around. You just, you leave and you listen to the rest of the game. But the game would have to play until there was a conclusion. The wizard equivalent being the Quidditch game goes on until the goddamn snitch is caught. Until one of the Seekers catches the snitch, you can have a three-day game. Substituting in players. It doesn't end until this final act happens. It doesn't also end in the other game until a tie break is happening. And they already, they already kind of ruined it with putting a, a runner on second base uh, and trying to base hit them in uh, at the beginning of all the extra innings. I love extra innings. I love the fact that baseball is timeless. I couldn't stand football. I couldn't stand basketball because there's always the element of time. You have to, within 24 seconds, you got to put the ball in the hoop. Uh, there's four quarters to a, a football game. There's a limited amount of time. Time is the rulership of all these games. Hockey, soccer, all of them. Pardon me, football for my international listeners. Football. Baseball is a timeless game. And it's not meant to be exciting. It's meant to be meditative, relaxing, and joyful. That's why they call it a ball park, not a field. A park. You can stroll around the baseball, like kind of glance at a television, like, oh shit, is it the seventh inning? Oh, okay, cool. I'm gonna get another beer and get back to my seat and kind of chill out, talk quietly. It's never meant to be pushing anything. And the bastards that are running baseball killed the game, its spirit, and my enjoyment of it in one swoop. <laughs> Though they're saving me thousands of dollars because I'll, you know, I canceled my my membership, thank God, in time, and they've, thank God, they. They were cool enough to refund me my money. Uh, so kudos to them, uh, MajorLeagueBaseball.com for doing that. But I'm trying to watch the pitcher and the batter, and there's like a running clock on the other side counting down 20 seconds in between pitches. Dude, my person, I don't give a fuck how many times uh, a batter has to adjust his balls or fucking re-tape with his, with his batting at it or like the pitcher staring it down or is like, nah, I don't like that pitch. Nah, I don't like that pitch. Who gives a fuck, dude? Who gives a fuck? Apparently the, the cocaine snorting morons who run, who run baseball. So they thought it was a great idea to do this. And I tried to watch one game and I had to turn it off after maybe like four innings. 
four innings. I'm watching, and I, I felt like my life counting down into 20, 19, 18, 17. At least when you're like watching basketball, you don't have to watch the goddamn clock count down over and over and over and over again. They at least have a good taste to take it out of the screenshot. You know, and that's probably the adjustment they'll make because I'm sure I'm not the only one complaining about how the game's been completely ruined. I'm like, hurry up. We got to get this game done in two hours and something minutes. Dude, I'm there to chill. I don't give a fuck. I want a five-hour game. I want to spread out. I want my friends to drink beers. I want everybody to have a great time. And the longer that lasts, fabulous. I could give a shit. But they ruined it. They, they somehow, the people... <laughs> Man, the universe is taking everything. Just take it. <laughs> they took baseball and turned it into a hoe, man. They turned it into a corporate hoe. It's terrible, man. I feel bad for the players. And I feel bad for the spirit of the game. I really hope in the next couple of years they change it back, though. You know, they, they're doing all this as an experiment to see what kind of reaction they get. Does it affect money? things of that nature. But yeah, I'm going to trash Major League Baseball until they change it back. Definitely won't waste my time watching it. It's aggravating, dude. Watch that. 10, 9, 8. And you can feel... Have you have you ever experienced anything positive from like watching a countdown like that? Maybe except for maybe watching the ball drop in New York City. And even then, people are standing in, in, in the square, basically uh, downtown. Downtown New York. I don't know why I can't... My brain is still not functioning be able to uh think about that is but they're watching the jumbotron and they're watching the ball drop 10 9 8 7 yay even though they've been standing there uh for six maybe 12 hours in the absolute freezing cold probably had to piss down their leg you know probably need to take a shit really bad you know with other people that are super drunk and, and yay yay kiss and then you go like is there any positive thing like i watch i'm thinking bombs i'm thinking <laughs> <laughs> like there's nothing positive from watching countdowns when it comes to time. And now that's wed to baseball. It's a crazy time right now, man. So I guess I'll go to spring training next next year, but it'll just be for business purposes and because I love, you know, pool sized jacuzzis. Uh shout out to uh Scottsdale Plaza Inn. They actually the Scottsdale Plaza Inn, you guys. And they're offering deals all the time. I'm just going to give them a free advertisement shout out. They're not a sponsor, of course. Uh, maybe yet, maybe one day. They actually have one of the largest pool jacuzzi. Like they have a jacuzzi the size of other hotels' regular swimming pool. I had this all to myself with my wife last year. We took a little trip to February because we usually go to Hawaii every every year. But it just didn't, it fell through, and we're like, let's just take a little, you know, road trip, staycation, and we stayed. And I, I remember having gone to a conference there, and this pool, I, it looks like a pool, and then you look at it, and you realize there's jets. They have three other pools, and they have like four jacuzzis on the property, but this one's enormous, and they'll they'll give you service right there, dude. Like you can, if you're a drinker, I'm not. They will <laughs> send drinks out to you. They'll send appetizers out to you, uh, right there. They're a really nice restaurant too. Uh, so we were out there and we're like, dang, you know, I want to come back for, uh, we found out that spring training was like a couple miles away in both directions. Um, and, and I was like, wow, that's going to be really great for business. I can be within arm's reach of like Mookie Betts or another, you know, these other baseball players that get hurt and be like, here's my card, dude. You can literally like talk to them. And, uh, man, when I found out this, this thing, it just brought me all, all the way down. I was like, man, I thought I was going to be a baseball guy my whole life. And I was like, they're not going to screw with baseball, right? 
Yes, the cocaine-snorting master's degree-wielding morons that have been hired by the owners of Major League Baseball. And I got an idea, man. I speed the game up, you know. I'm <laughs> just like, fuck, man. So that was that was that was a disappointment right there, dude. There's been a couple of things like that. Getting screwed by AT&T, all the stuff I said in the last show, absolute horseshit. Um I feel really conned. And um you know how like John Stewart used to talk about Arby's on the Daily Show? AT&T is going to be my Arby's. I'm Chris Rock and my my Netflix special is coming the fuck out, and I'm going to be gnarlier than that cat was. AT&T is garbage to me. And uh, I'd invite you to run away from doing business with them as quickly as you can in any capacity because, uh, yeah, they serve, they serve greed. They serve evil in a, in a deep, deep way. And don't worry. I'll, I'll give you further details about that next week. It is spring. It is a time for resurrection. It is a time for newness. It's time for cleaning out your closet, for getting rid of clothes that don't represent you anymore. It's a time for getting rid of clutter in general. It's time to do that spring cleaning, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, which is by, probably why all of this is coming up for me. You know, I hate being taken advantage of, and this is just one more karmic example. Um, but uh, it's, it's time. It's time to start breaking your ties with any kind of force that's bringing your energy down. Do an inventory. Who's the crust in your eyes? What is the crust in your eyes? Wipe it away. Wipe it away. You're too good for that. You are going to be reborn new in this, in this year. You're going to be a new you. You're going to start changing into your ideal person. Imagine your most ideal self physically, your most ideal self emotionally calm, relaxed, in control. You know, almost like a mental stoic, allowing allowing the cast of the world to just pass you by. Uh, I was I was just telling Abby last week, um, actually this week, if my poor memory is recalling right now, uh, that the Stoics they had that philosophy of just kind of like letting it pass over your head. I just re if you can't tell, I probably just I bought um, I bought Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. And uh, I'm going to give you a full book report on that when I'm, when I'm done. But I remember I was a bit more like that when I was younger. I, was, I just let everything pass by. Oh, this is what I meant to say. Artists, right? Artists live, to me, like such a great life because it doesn't matter what the economy is doing. It doesn't matter what things are happening sociopolitically or, you know, sometimes they keep their ear to the ground. But most of the time they're in an imaginal state of channeling uh, inspiration, you know, the divine voice. How do I express that? And constantly reaching into invisible realms in order to extract its its creative juices. Like what does the universe want me to, to channel into these different mediums or as expression? And sometimes, you know, there's, there's art where you're drawing upon the collective consciousness. And then there's art that like Alex Gray, where you're channeling the divine. And I gotta say, I, I envy that approach to life. And I, I spend my time in between both worlds. I spend a lot of my time meditating and listening to the God's voice in my heart and translating it into my head and trying to actualize that and translate it into action. But other times, and I just had to delete my, my Twitter account because <laughs> they suspended me for a couple of uh, tweets I did. Um, 
Yeah, it's Twitter's fucking useless, dude. Unless you're making money on it, it's fucking. It's just fucking useless. It's a it's a it's a gossip site, but the information they're sharing, thanks to Elon Musk, is quite. Uh, it's it's like revelation after revelation. I find out about everything five days in advance or three days in advance before all of my other kind of underground woo woo. Um, they're like actually they're like a day or two behind them, and the mainstream media is always like five days behind them. You know, Jimmy Dore is the best YouTube channel for that. Uh, you you should definitely subscribe to his channel, Jimmy Dore. D-O-R-E. He's a comedian who is just like a political genius. This guy's been breaking down every... Oh, man, we're talking every conspiracy. He's He's got journalists. He's got... He, he tears them to pieces. He tears he tears apart all kinds of... All kinds of narratives. Uh, and, we'll, and we'll get into a few of those. But um, if you're looking for a good news source that is alternative to the mainstream media, you couldn't do better than Jimmy Dore and uh, man you, your mind will be blown and your perception will probably change because of you take on so much information from mainstream media and from the gossip of your friends or, or on social media that and oftentimes they don't know what the hell they're talking about once once you see this you just go oh my god and he kind of attacks all these narratives but he's got so much info to back it up and it will really really open your eyes like if you're looking for eye-opening information about really confusing things going on, like the Nord Stream pipeline bombing, or or COVID information, and he's and he's a Vax guy. Um, it's it's absolutely incredible. So he's an amazing podcast to get news from. And uh, <clears throat> now that it is spring, uh, I'll tell you, I've been really really digging this one dude's channel. His name is Kusk K U S K. Cause I've been I've been way into the outdoor stuff. I've been watching Meat Eater, the hunting show with uh, Steve Rennell. Love the guy. Uh, never thought in my whole life I'd ever want to go hunting, especially as you know someone that follows a spiritual path. I'm not. I'm definitely not a vegetarian, but the the way he approaches environmentalism is is just poetic and is beautiful. So that's a great show, Meat Eater. If you're trying to uh, get your uh, get your hunt on. <laughs> it's just it's just like the best nature show I've ever seen, but you know, with people, you know, gutting animals from time to time. But preparing them and eating them, it's a cooking show as well. But Cusk, he doesn't do anything like that. This dude that's uh an outdoorsman in I think Alberta, Canada. And he goes on these really uh sometimes very minimalist and and tough camping uh excursions. So you go like we're not talking a tent. He puts a cord in between two trees and puts a a tarp over it and takes other uses acts to create the stakes and then puts those stakes into the soft ground. And like his bushcraft is, is incredible. Like basically it's, it's extreme camping and this guy will be out there in like negative 30 freezing, freezing. And he'll, he'll explain very calmly cause he's like a Buddha, how to put up different fires and how to carve certain things and how to use, how to start this and how to do that. And how to, I saw this guy like preserve his food over a day by digging a hole in the ground and then he like put his eggs and like wrapped meat in there. And he's like, yeah, you do that. You do this to like keep the bugs away from it and stuff like that. But it's cool enough that if you do it like this, you'll, you know, your food will be preserved. Phenomenal, dude. What a cat. He's awesome. Absolute awesome. So Cusk Bushcraft, if y'all are looking for like a really cool channel to like meditate to, we love that one. And there's also one that's called Go 4x4, 4x4. And it's a dude in Australia who goes camping, but he's like kind of a glamper, except he does it all out of his Jeep. 
He has a lot of modern tools, and we've actually bought a lot of his camping equipment <clears throat> from uh, links that he has. He just makes camping and outdoors uh, activity look so inviting. And that's what we're going to need for this year, folks. Lots of outdoor activity, lots of communion with nature, and nature is waking up. It's waking up everywhere. And uh, it has nothing to do with global carbon emissions, ironically. So get out, go camping. I mean, if it's possible where you're at, it might be freezing where you're at. But get your family together, get your friends together, and go to the outdoors, meditate in it, listen to nature. You know, get an app that identifies trees. Seep yourself into nature because technology and the news information that you're going to hear swirling around you in these next uh, year and a half, you're just going to really want to tune out from it, to be honest. And we are being invited like never before to get to go within, to meditate, to uh, find our true self beating our heart and, and just focus on that part of you that says and or has the experience, I am. If you're having difficulty locating that or, or uh, getting in tune with that kind of consciousness, oh, I got, a, I got a YouTube channel for you. His name is Rupert Spira, S-P-I-R-A. He is a British man who has achieved complete enlightenment. And he, he offers a kind of, I don't know if it's a Vedantic path, but um, a direct path, as he says, straight to consciousness and identification with consciousness. His meditations are fabulous. His insights into the nature of consciousness. He is conscious, but he's amazing at putting people in harmonious rapport with, with themselves as consciousness and how to sit there and dwell there and get used to it and, and be, be at peace and being able to... Uh, there's, there's stages. There's stages of unfolding, obviously. But he is just, he's up there with Muji and Sadhguru and Eckhart Tolle. You know all these names probably by now. So I'd highly recommend you go and check out Rupert Spira's, you know, YouTube channel. It'll, it'll put you into amazing places. Now's to have the spirit of Marie Kondo, you know, put your, put what you have into nice geometries. Thank the universe for it. Let it spark joy, as she says. And if it doesn't spark joy about selling it on offer up especially before the government starts tracking you all and making you pay taxes on your own stuff you already own uh, <laughs> it's basically an online yard sale right so uh this is this is a wonderful time right now it's like after a cold winter like feeling that first heat kind of seep into your bones and not need quite as many layers uh it's it's wonderful and we got daylight saving time in like whew, probably like four days this is my favorite time. I love, uh, especially on the West Coast, being able to, you know, go out around my neighborhood and it's still 8 p.m. and the sun hasn't completely set yet. I love it. I really can't wait. We, we all voted on getting rid of daylight saving time, but, you know, the masters, the masters of this country, the Death Eaters, uh, for whatever reason, don't want it to just convert over that and stay there. Not even though like 1% of Americans are farmers at this point. I don't even know if they, I don't even know if modern farmers get a benefit out of that extra, extra hour. Um, but, ah, oh, it's going to feel so good. It felt so good to walk around the beach today. Uh, so beautiful. And, um, just breathing these clouds away, imagining just sunshine, you know, soaking my bones because we're, dude, we're in San Diego and we are just exhausted from this much rain is ridiculous. 
It's ridiculous, you guys. Uh, <laughs> it has been a ridiculous process this whole time. Pardon me if I'm rambling, too. It's just been... Like the last two weeks, it's been... And like my speech, it's all over the place, you know? So this week, uh, if we want to get into the um, Wizard of the Week and Death Eater of the Week awards, we're going to do it. Let's go. Uh, we actually have two winners of both categories. I, I, it was like an absolute tie. I really didn't know like which which to choose, which really, which way to go. Uh, the first one is, I got a shout out, Wizard of the Week, Russell Brand. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, Russell Brand is that guy. I just want to congratulate him. Big fan of Russell. He is a mystic. He's a comedian, which, which I love all, all comedians, pretty much, even the ones that people think are, are cancelable. I love them too. He goes on a Bill Maher show recently and confronts a <clears throat> the Death Eater of the Week, an MSNBC representative. But MSNBC is the Death Eater, you know. He's just a commentator or executive or something like that that was next to him. You've probably all already seen the clip. And he just rips them to pieces because they have become, <laughs> for some reason, as ridiculously propagandic as, as Fox News was, especially during the... You know, while, um, while Ayers was the, was the CEO, you know, job of the Ayers, Ayers the Hut, he was, um, it was just a force of propagandic evil and it was designed to be that way. MSNBC, I didn't think was going to be designed to be that way, but the, whew, the misinformation, the propaganda, like hearing people like parrot their talking points and, uh, they they have lied many times, especially in the uh, the last two years. Especially sin of omission. They tell incomplete stories. They they slant views. They censor people, and they slander them too. Like difficult truths, they've been slandering it quite. And Russell dissects them, and then eats them like sushi. Eats them alive. Eats this dude alive on Bill Maher, and completely completely humiliates them and exposes them for basically the lying shit that they are, you know, all of them are CNN, MSNBC, Fox. They're all lying pieces of shit. You know, they get glimmers, glimmers of actual information when they're not trying to lie us into a war or help the military industrial complex, steal our money or, you know, pass on <clears throat> misinformation. Recently, there's going to be this whole like January 6th expose and exposure. Oh yeah. It's all, like I said, if you sit long, tight long enough, the truth always comes out. It does, and it'll expose, it'll expose the liars. So MSNBC, you're trash. And Russell Brand, love you, buddy. Stay wizardy. Keep exposing these people. I would highly recommend you, you, you uh, subscribe to his channel on YouTube. But as YouTube is censoring as much as about the, the CCP is right now, you might want to follow him on Rumble. He's killing it on Rumble. Look up Russell Brand, and he has uncensored videos because... YouTube censors his videos. Uncensored videos on Rumble. Actually, just go to Rumble anyway. You can just throw YouTube out the window. But uh, yeah, he's fabulous. His his exposés and, and exposing especially the lies surrounding um, the pandemic and misinformation is just absolutely flawless. And you really can't argue against it. And that's why he abs just puts this dude in his place and trashed him. And it was hysterical to watch him squirm and get all upset. And uh, Bill Maher, 
man, he's starting to, he's, he, he plays both sides of the fence, but he's finally, he's like me. He's like finally in the middle of the body. You're not right wing. You're not left wing. You're in the middle of the bird. <laughs> What's these fucking wings? You know, it's just extremism on both sides. And the, the same spirit that was running neoconservatism in 2000s, especially around uh, terrorism, like post 9-11, like where they're vacuuming up everybody's data and selling it there. Oh, AT&T again. They were complying with that and they were spying on American citizens and helping them out of their main, one of their main offices in uh, San Francisco. <laughs> Sorry guys, I'm going to be trashing them for about a decade. Uh, but they, they absolutely torturing people in Guantanamo and you'll notice Dick Cheney, George Bush, all these war criminals still walking around. So I'm, I'm not like a Republican by any measure. I'm in the middle because I know both sides are absolutely full of shit. If you identify with one or the other, you've already drank the Kool-Aid. You've already been hypnotized, dude. And this show probably ain't for you. <laughs> Your mind will be too small to even handle half of what goes on in this show going forward. Okay? So uh, they're trash. That same spirit of neoconservatism is what happened. At, you know, they call them neolibs or neoliberals. They're also ridiculous corporate hypnotizing trash. And uh, yeah, it's nothing like what being a liberal used to mean. I know. It's freedom of speech, you know, protection of the working class. Joe Biden completely screwed the, the unions. Completely. He's, he's a union-busting president. He is trashing them. Shout out to Starbucks, too. Way to unionize, guys. Way to unionize. Really proud of y'all. Keep fighting them. Damn the man. Damn them. The other wizard of the week, and we'll also go into why neoliberalism is, is trash again, as reflected in the Biden administration. Wizard of the week is Seymour Hirsch. I don't know if you heard this name in a long time, but he's one of the most respected journalists in the history of recorded journalism. Investigative journalism, especially. He just exposed, on an international stage, it's being censored, of course, here in America, exposed that the Biden administration was responsible for the bombing of the Nord Stream pipeline. Take that in for a second. Yeah. Yes, he was. Him and the CIA. He's, uh, he has proof. He has contacts in uh, the Norwegian government, and he's, uh, he has certain proof. And has already already laid it out. You can actually find it online. Laid out how the American government tried a false flag operation to try to make the Russians look bad. And I don't know why, like hurt Germany. I don't I don't understand like like the thinking behind it. <laughs> I don't understand it at all. I don't understand it. And and people have been proposing it. Like the lady that orchestrated the coup of Ukraine in like 2014, Newland. Um and several others have been saying that, you know, this pipeline shouldn't continue to exist because they can see the threat of Russia having a monopoly on the natural gas pipeline that goes into uh, Europe and leveraging that long term. So they blew that shit up, according, excuse me, to Seymour Hirsch. The Biden administration disagrees. Like, who do I believe? The Biden administration who has just lied through its teeth the last, I don't know, since they started. And, you know, and they're not any better than any other, you know, Obama's psycho bombed a million children and kids and then accepted a Nobel Peace Prize. And <laughs> not a million, just tens of thousands of women and children. 
right? We ran out of bombs in Syria. Um, aside from that, Trump, no prize. You know what I mean? Talking about draining the swamp. He had like the swampiest swamp creatures to ever be in a cabinet in history. And that's saying something, you know, I think Citigroup picked Obama's cabinet and, uh, yeah, they're all trash, dude. But this one, I got to give it up to the Biden administration. Way to do a terrorist attack in someone else's land. Definitely not an act of war. Way to go, guys. So Wizard of the Week goes to Seymour Hirsch also and Russell Brand. Death Eaters of the Week, the CIA, and MSNBC. You propagandic shitholes and domestic terrorists, you. Okay, so now that we've got that me out of the way, out of the way, I just want to talk to you directly. I just want you as a human being to know that this universe, this earth, if we're talking from a perspective of energetic ascension, if we're talking about the escalation of electromagnetic energy within the planet of the earth and our subsequent sometimes inability to keep up with the speed of the earth's evolution, my point of this being uh, the scientists have measured the Hertz frequency coming from the earth herself used to be a constant and, and slowly over time, it's become an exponential uh, increase. You know, you've seen a parabola, just like one half of it where it goes, and it just looks like you're going tick, 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 like in the Superman ride, you know, at uh, six flags, magic mountain, you know, you start out nothing and, and then you, you find yourself, you pretty much vertical and go, Oh shit, that's Superman. Um, that's what the energy of the interior of our earth, interior there's going through some wild things right now. Uh, the Hertz frequency of the planet herself, and of course, scientists have no clue what's causing it or why, uh, it's, it's ramping up exponentially. So the core harmonic of the Earth is energy is continuing to rise. While that's happening, that the core of the Earth, as I'd mentioned in the last podcast, even though it used to spin counterclockwise just like the planet used to, right? The outer ball is matching the inner lava. Now... It switched directions. <laughs> the interior of the earth is now spinning the opposite direction that the exterior of the earth is going. Who knows what kind of implication that has, that, what effects that has on us because we're connected to the earth electromagnetically, like gravity itself, uh, everything, everything could be affected. So the earth's going through all kinds of amazing shifts. Uh, the, the magnetic pole, <laughs> that's been shifting for the last 20 years in a, in a very erratic an unexplainable manner. So all these things are happening, despite all of the socioeconomic and uh, social and, and country changes that are happening. Um, and it seems like the dissolution of all control systems that we have on planet Earth right now, including control governments, is, is just absolutely crazy. And you are handling it like a freaking champ. So kudos to you. <laughs> kudos to you. You're just doing so great. I applaud you. This fake ass applause is applauding you because it is crazy out there right now. And even if it's not crazy for you, people are being crazy around you, aren't they? People are, you know, you notice people's health is kind of going a little wonky, whether it's physical or emotional or mental. It's, it's kind of all over the place. So what you're going to notice is having a spiritual approach, a spiritual path of some kind, whatever kind, is going to be your road to soul elevation or salvation. Get some self-help books. Start exploring your consciousness. 
begin to investigate the thoughts and philosophies and actions and words of the greats, of the great mystics, the great scientists of consciousness, whether it's Eckhart Tolle or Paramahansa Yogananda or pick your, pick your culture, the Buddha, Jesus, Muhammad. Well, those are, those are more like religious figureheads. But there's like Ramakrishna. There's so many amazing, amazing saints that have existed in multiple cultures, modern and ancient, that you can study. Rumi, read Rumi's writings that will put you in rapport with and in tune with a higher dimension of mind than intellect. And if you do that, your intellect will sit down next to you like a well-behaved dog looking for a treat and you will be the master again. You will rule these things. It will sit quietly. And then if it sits quietly, if it sits quietly, then your emotions, your emotions will settle and you'll become relaxed and calm even when corporations are fucking you over like AT&T. <laughs> and if that happens, then your physical body and its ailments, because you're at ease, the dis-ease or any diseases in any of those three bodies, mind, emotion, or body, will right itself. It'll harmonize. It'll harmonize. And you'll be like, oh, this is nice. This, oh, this, this, this is what people keep talking about. And you'll get these little flashes of insight and bliss as appetizers, as little, you know, little... You know, you get the toothpick and you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. Because that's how the universe, it trickles in a little at first before it becomes a flood. The more you put your attention on the whatever you call as divinity, that increases the more you put your attention on divinity. You put your attention on the world, all you're going to be doing is participating in a swirling toilet bowl that's going to flush down the damn toilet. Get out of the toilet bowl. Take your face out of it, okay? And put it into spirit read marcus aurelius's meditation i just read like a few lines i was like yeah this cat was totally enlightened totally enlightened and he was like a like a roman emperor that used to be like a general and fantastic this dude had the keys to the universe the stoics i don't know if he had the keys to happiness because i've seen a lot of stoics and they have very deadpan faces and they like probably peaceful side bill murray being an example but sometimes they'll miss an element and it'll create issues of mental health because you don't realize love is the law. So you, you take the pieces from each of the, you know, it's like a fruit, fruit bowl. You have some bananas, you have some, you have some blackberries, you have some cherries, you have some you know, different types because they're all different types of divinity. And if you're more mental, go with the philosophical route. Go with Buddha, go with Marcus Aurelius, go with Eckhart Tolle and the power of now and, and and focus your consciousness now, you know, and, and read his book, The Power of Now, and Rupert Spira's book. Um, it's just absolutely phenomenal. And they specialize in the mental realm. If you're looking for, heart, man, my heart hurts and I've been done wrong, and, you know, a lot of emotion. If, if your imbalance is emotional, Muji, watch his videos. Sadhguru, devotion, the, the path of bhakti. In the, in the yogic sciences, 
devotion to whatever you think is a, as divinity, Christianity being, I think, the highest embodiment of that. <clears throat> Not the social, the social aspect and the historical aspect, the essence of it, the real stuff. Neville Goddard. If you're, if you're looking for manifestation, I need to make things happen. Neville Goddard's wonderful. <laughs> Think and Grow Rich is a really ancient text that most, uh, even Illuminati assholes, read because it's, it's basically like a magic book. And the magic happens from your mind. But if your mind's out of control, so will your manifestation in your life be. So I want you to... Oh, sorry. I left out a field. The physical. Oh, oh my God. There's so many approaches. Do some yoga and not the sweaty bullshit. You know, people that like the words on their pants or on their tits. And like, oh God. And you're like, this has nothing to do with yoga. This is just hot stretching or whatever. Go to an actual hatha yoga class. And just, or just stretch, stretch at home, get your heart rate up at some point, jog literally for uh, just around your block. If you have to one time and you go, Ooh, okay. And you'll, you'll get hungry. That, that radius will get wider and you know, that circumference will get wider and wider, you know, go swim, go get in a swimming pool and perfect your body, perfect your temple before it's too late to perfect it. There will be a point where you can't go and fix this classic car. I got a classic car and I'm under the hood, man. I'm under the hood. I'm trying to, you know, youth everything. I use the five rights, the five Tibetan rights. If you need to look up what the hell that is, I got a video on YouTube on my Love Energetics page and I do the five rights on a video in, in like Maui. You can look up the book where it's inspired from called The Ancient Secret of the Fountain of Youth by Peter Kelder. And get it used for like two or three bucks. It'll change your life. It'll bounce your chakras. You'll be a harmonic, like a harmonious piano. Everything will be in tune and that slows down or even ceases the aging process. Uh, that's a hypothesis worth checking out. Anyway, I love you. Uh, I'll talk to you next week and better yourself a little bit in every single way you can today. Clean your home. That's the easiest spiritual practice in, in getting in line with uh, the spring vibration, clean your house, get ready for, you know, some salads, you know, it's still pretty cold. So people are still eating stews, but we're starting to get into that fresh greens kind of territory and, and maybe do a detox, do a, do a little cleanse. If you feel good about it, whatever makes you feel good, go toward that and shut out everyone and everything that is trying to make you feel or experience the opposite. All right. All right, my wizards. I love all of you. I love every single one of you, you mystics, you wonderful, wonderful souls. Remember, you're the soul and not the body or the mind. And uh, I look forward to our time together next week when I invite uh, Leslie on. It's going to be a banger. It's going to be fire what we talk about. Okay? Love you. Peace. Are you experiencing imbalance physically, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually? Let's help you get it resolved. We simply utilize energy or consciousness-based techniques to harmonize and uplift you physically, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually. This energy healing, particularly with cranial sacral therapy and matrix energetics, is hands down the best in San Diego. The best. We pride ourselves with over 13 years of experience helping people like you. Just like you. What are you waiting for? If you're in San Diego, and looking for relief, come see us today. Come see us today, mate.
the tank is clean.